Hey y'all, you are listening to Situationships, the podcast where black millennials from across the relationship spectrum, from singledom to divorced, share their personal stories to uncover hard-learned lessons of love. I'm your host, Randy. Hey y'all, this is Randy. On this week's episode, I talk with Lacey, a 26-year-old who's been with her college sweetheart for the last five and a half years. We talk about some of the challenges she faced early on in her relationship and the challenges that she's facing now as she tries to figure out who she is and what she wants from life independent of her relationship. We talked about having a go-getter mentality and how that can be hard to manage if you have a more risk-averse partner who's not quite as career-driven. And in the Do Better Corner, Lacey, Lacey shares some of her petty activities that I think we all can relate to. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and rate the pod and leave a review. Don't forget to join the Situationships Podcast Facebook community where ladies are sharing dating and relationship tips and insights that they've learned through trial and error. And lastly, let's connect on social media. You can find me at Situationships Pod on Instagram and Facebook and at Situations Pod on Twitter. All right. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, Lacey. Hey, girlfriend. How are you? Doing well, doing well. It's a beautiful Sunday. Yes. So, um, I know we talked a little bit beforehand and you have some lessons and experience that you've learned through your dating and relationship history that you want to talk about um so tell me what 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 is one of the what's the situation where you learned a significant lesson about love and dating right um so i've been dating the same person for about five years five years and a half um the biggest lesson is bravely choosing you um, and when you do, I feel as though everything else follows because when we first get into a relationship, we have the butterflies. We want to do everything right. We don't want to step on the crack and, you know, um, do anything wrong. But um, sometimes you have to realize, like, what's important for you. And I think that what's important for you. And sometimes we are, as I can say, black women, right? Mm-hmm. As black women, we become we are afraid sometimes to speak up or if we speak up, we may seem as though we're being too strong. But my first scenario of when I actually kind of spoke up, um, they, my boyfriend saw that, you know, this was really important for me. And so, um, I had to put, I had to be like the big girl. Mm-hmm. So should I just give the example? Yeah, of what the situation yeah. was? So, um, I was running for a pageant and I, um, that was actually my first boyfriend on college campus. So, okay. um, my parents, wait, were, so is this your current, your, this, my current boyfriend? Okay. Yep. And y'all were in college. Yeah. What year? Oh, this was like 2013, 14. Okay. So you were a um, senior, like what? Junior going okay. into probably. Like mid junior, okay. sophomore junior. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How long had y'all been together at that point? Um, this was when we were like we 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 became a thing. Didn't really meet the parents just yet. Okay. Didn't really make a big appearance on campus just okay. yet. Y'all still um, kind of feeling each other out. Yeah. Still early. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, I I, w- I participated in the pageant. I'm gonna ask you real quick. Can you just like bring the mic a little bit closer? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> so, um, I participated in the pageant, and that was a really big deal for me. I knew my parents were gonna 
going to be there. And, um, Oh wow. Yeah. So that would have been his first time also meeting my parents and just, my parents would have been able to meet the guy that I just talked so much about. And so, um, okay. I had been practicing for this pageant. He knew about the pageant. He knew I was going to practice this. He knew it when the event was, um, again, we were still becoming a thing. So I'll be honest. There was another guy that really liked me, but I really wasn't feeling him like that or whatever. But he was like, Hey, I'll I'll come. I'll make my way to this event. He was trying to win you out. Yeah. He was trying (laughs) to win me out. Okay. And so this guy, mind you, did not have a car. Didn't have anything. Right. But my current boyfriend, did okay so um so it was time for the pageant and my boyfriend didn't show up and my mom was like so where's this guy that you've been saying that you like so much like where she was always calling him like ghost man already so Mm, mm, (laughs) mm. so I was like um texting where are you he said I overslept and so he overslept and missed well the, at his like he visited his hometown. So he overslept two hours away from where the pageant oh, was, and he missed out. And so he knew I was like really really upset. Yeah. Now back then I was like more quiet, more just not as vocal about things. But um, my mom got me together real quick, right. and she was <laughs> like, "Look." <laughs> Okay, if you haven't practicing this with something that was really, really important to you, you should have. He should have been here, right? Yeah. She didn't say you yeah. should have said anything. She was like, he should have been here, yeah. and I was like, you're right. And she was like, basically saying, um, can I say this? Of course. <laughs> she was like, um, don't be a booty call tonight. Like oh, she was yeah. like, you know, because oh, she knows, yeah. like moms, she don't really step in our relationship, but she spoke up that day. And she was like, look. Okay, and so I put my like he couldn't be there for something important for you, so you don't need to give him the whatever he wants. Exactly, she was like, basically, mom knows, so you know, she she knew that this person probably would call and be like, hey, I'm sorry, let me make it up to you, and that's exactly what he did. And so we went to Waffle House, all of that, and I was like, okay, well, you can drop back off my dorm. Good night. Right. And I voiced why I was upset. Yeah. You know, um, because. I mentioned this other guy at the time who was there, didn't have a car, but still made his way there, recorded the whole event, sent it, met my parents and and everything. And I was like, this isn't my boyfriend. This is a really, really good friend. Um, The guy, I'm going to show you guys the guy who I really like. bro. Like, (laughs) exactly. This nigga who's coming for your spot came through and and so i so pettedly um <laughs> posted like you know how back in the day when we did like the grid mm-hmm, pictures mm-hmm. so i was like okay well i'm gonna post them in the grid picture with all my friends you know Ooh. the guy who came through <laughs> yeah. my friends my family is and you know you write your whole caption thank yeah, you to everybody yeah. who supported me yeah. blah 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 even though you know it wasn't really a thing but you was like if you weren't here you would right. like that you could have been, been in the grid picture <laughs> So, um, after that though, I can honestly say that was like one of the last events that he missed out on that, or, you know, um, unintentionally or I don't know. That was just like one of the last events that he missed out on where he dropped the ball. Yep. Or, you know, if he couldn't make it, he would say, Hey, I can't make it up front. But other than that, I was just like, okay. So my lesson, the the question was like, what was my lesson from that? It's just, um, don't, it's, um, Speak up, like speak up and say what's bothering you and don't be afraid because um, if you don't do it, then the situation is going to keep happening and then you're going to have this like built up anger, resentment resentment that's going to come from deep down inside that you could have just so easily much more addressed. But in the beginning, you feel so it's not as easy to address because you, you know, you're worried about the other person feeling or you're worried about the current situation, the current relationship, you know? Mm hmm. So So what was the conversation like at Waffle House or whenever when you communicated (laughs) that you were upset? Like, and I know I'm sure he apologized, but like, and I guess also like, how did he demonstrate that he was 
not gonna do that again other than just not, I guess not doing it again. oh I mean from that point he was just you know they're definitely very apologetic um you know bought the whole meal yeah. um you know complimented how beautiful I looked yeah. and everything mind you I didn't even get to place at that at that pageant but I wasn't really even going after a title I just, yeah. that was just something that I you know Experience. did also on behalf of like my organizations that I was a part okay. of too gotcha. um and so I just sat there I listened but mom voice was in the back of my head right. the entire time and someone who's not my mom is not I, I'm repeating because some people you know moms can be very in their business she's not like that but when mm-hmm. she speaks you listen yeah because yeah. she's not like that right. you know and so all I can you know remember is just me saying okay well good night you know drop me off at my dorm and he was like so um you guys really gonna sleep without you know like you're really you're not gonna <laughs> give me a, a nice kiss and I was like no you know good night yeah and have a good night yeah. and you close the door <laughs> um but he asked me like how he has shown since then like how me. yeah how like after that incident like essentially like how did he like regain like favor with you and like with your mom because your mom was like i know who this nigga is and yeah. show up. so how did he, how did he i don't know what the right but like make amends yeah. for what for his dropping the ball <laughs> um i can say that like he just shows up for every holiday any event um sometimes it wasn't even just directly my event it could have been something like um some a funeral my my mm. grandmother might have passed away or not bad that she passed away yeah he was there or it could have been something for my brother he was there he just made it like very very clear oh actually i had another event that came up right after that which was my birthday um and all of my you know friends family came out and he worked it like at least 45 to an hour 45 minutes to an hour away but um, he mentioned, hey, I'm going to be late, but I'm going to try. I'm going to make it. Yeah. And so this was the next big event yeah. that you really had to prove to yourself mm-hmm. that you are not going to continue to be this ghost guy. Yeah. And so um, I was really, really nervous because my mom kind of was like, give me that side eye. And she's like, so everybody's here, right? You know, ready to take the pictures, ready to cut the cake. I'm like, hold on, wait. No, not yet. My, um, I'm less, you know, making up excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he walked through the door, and I was so relieved. I was like, yeah and so um that was when more family was there and they asked the question you know so I, we were really happy so he was in the grid pick that okay time. okay he, he made, made the, the cut pick. right <laughs> he, he had made the cut so and what was so, so that was the first time that he <laughs> met your family yeah that was kind of like the best for sure like the bigger part of the family all of my friends everything yeah and okay. so um it was okay like it was pretty okay yeah, yeah yeah so how does your mom feel about him now Oh, um, everyone pretty much likes him. You know, um, he's definitely, um, interactive with my family. Like my family is his family, uh, vice versa and everything. So she likes him, but, um, a lot has changed since then as far as us being in college and to where we are now. That's real. Because that was, what do you say? That was 2013. This is almost 2020. Yeah. Yeah. 2014, 2013. Yeah. And so this is like 2020. So, Feedback yeah. is different. His mannerism, he shows up. He's who he, you know, he shows up to f- friends' events. He's yeah. interactive and everything. Him, come to three or four of my events. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, now we're like in a different space with different, different, um, different vibes and solutions to different things. 
and some things work and you see in the space where some things don't, you know, yeah. sometimes. And so um, I, I even reiterate sometimes how I'm not the same person I was when I was 16. Mm-hmm. I'm not the same person I was when I was 20, 21 mm-hmm. in the pageants. I'm not the same person when I, I won't be. I'm 26 now. I won't be that same person when I'm 30. Yeah. And so now I'm in the space of um, trying to figure out who I am now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we kind of tiptoed our way into the career. You kind of know yeah. um, how we're in the GD, how we're in our programs, yeah. you know, kind of post-grad yeah. opportunity so now I'm trying to figure out where we're supposed to be in the career world where we want to be next steps as far as um uh, what do we want out of life individually and then also where can we see ourselves in the future as um uh, like possibly married couples right you know? and so it's a lot I think just in general um young careerists or mid what is what are we mid-age <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know, <laughs> millennials. It's I, millennials, I like at this point in life, I feel like we all are going through it. Um, right now, married or, or single or single and dating, like just going through a yeah. weird phase right now, you know. Yeah. So. Well, that actually leads really nicely into um, the second second segment, which is kind of talking about your current your current situation. So obviously you said you're in a relationship. Y'all been together for almost like five years, six years. Okay, five six years. Um, met in college. Um, families are you know you know each other's families. It's real. You guys have talked about marriage. Um, so I guess like, what are what are some of the things that are that you love? about your current relationship status and what are the biggest challenges about your current relationship status? So what I love about my current relationship is that <clears throat> I really have a companion that cares about me. Yeah, um, that's real. He, he listens and, you know, um, a very attentive. And um, I don't really have to ask for too much as far as um, – from materialistic things to anything I really want. I don't really have to ask for too much, but, um, you ask me things I don't necessarily. Yeah. What's what's like, what's the biggest challenge? The biggest challenge is right now being an individual in a relationship. Mm, That's real. Yeah. Tell me more. (laughs) Cause I've never been in a relationship. And so I don't know what, I don't know what it's like. Yeah, so, you know, you're used to doing every single thing together, yeah. whether that's going on a date, whether that's hanging out with friends, um, whether that is eating, <laughs> sleeping sometimes, um, you know, that's kind of like our relationship. Like, we're just yeah. used to doing every single thing together. And so, um, when I decided to go back to grad school, that was a little bit different in and in a challenge because um, we were so used to doing working out together, like every oh, wow. single thing together. And so I realized that um, I, as an individual, have to say, okay, Lacey, well, what is your next move? Because I think in relationships we can get real stagnant, especially yeah. as women, and depend on a guy to yeah. make the next move for you, whether that is marriage and whether that is your career or his career now becomes your future. Right. And Ooh, so, so um, <laughs> and so before I moved to, to Baltimore uh, about what, two or three years ago, before I decided to go back to grad school, um, we had a great, we had a great relationship. We were fine, you know, but financial wise and where you want to see yourself. If you're thinking about having a family, I knew I wasn't prepared to have a family. Yeah. Um, and I knew I was in a situation where I could take control of me being feeling prepared. 
And so that's why I decided to go back to grad school. And that was hard because I knew I, we had to then, I had to move to Texas. Mm. Um, that's where I, you know, did grad school. And <clears throat> that's why I did grad school. And so I wanted him to move, but then he realized as an individual. located then? We were in Louisiana. Okay. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> and so then he had to realize. So he stood up as an individual and said, okay, I'm going to stay. And he relocated back to Mississippi. Oh, wow. And um, he stayed. He did grad school. And got his work experience there. Um, and so that's what, that was the hard part of us standing up as individuals in our relationship and realizing, okay, well, this is what I really want to do. And no, you don't have to do what I'm doing just because that's what I'm doing. But this is what, this is like super important for us, right. uh, for us to get to the next level of where mm-hmm. we want to be. Or we can stay here, stay stagnant and just yeah. have kids and try to yeah. figure it out from, yeah. you know, from here. I didn't want that relationship. I didn't want that situation. Um, I feel like I was too young and I had at least control over something, you know, um, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I had control to make that decision. And so. So you guys were like long distance. Yeah, we were long distance. For two, was it for two years? Mm-hmm, for oh, two years. Wow. That was hard. That was a real hard. Uh, it got weird. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout that time, and so now we're back together, and now, um, you know, we're in Baltimore now, for people who are listening, we're in Baltimore now, and we're working back on doing everything together, because we, we're we used to having that space. Right. And so... Oh, so you guys were yeah. used to kind of having your own thing, and now it's kind of get back into the routine, routine of, of doing everything okay. together. Okay, okay. Oh, but, that's interesting. Yeah, but... Um, but I'm I have like a real go getter mentality, so uh-huh. that could be like the hard part in our relationship because I'm mm. always I'm just I'm a lifelong learner. Yeah. That's a that's good thing and a bad thing. Yeah, I'm always curious. Um, I'm always like achieving different things in life, and um, sometimes that could be hard for somebody that's like in a relationship, you yeah. know, because they're like, what are you? What's next? Like yeah. I don't know what else you're gonna get to next. And that's and hard. what's gonna take you away from me? <clears throat> yeah, and um, so that could be that could be like the hard part as far as um, you have one person that's just always into something, always you know doing something, and <clears throat> you try to realize as a person like me, I try to realize is it worth it? Is is do, should I keep going? Should I keep? you know, trying to figure out life and try to figure out what I'm interested in and be curious with who I am right now, especially as a, a young, yeah. you know, uh, individual who has, I feel like the world in front Absolutely. of her. <laughs> Absolutely. Or should I slow down and realize that, you know, um, either way it goes, time is of the essence. Right. And so you never right. really know when and time is a limited resource. Yeah. Time is time. a limited resource, but I try to balance it too. Like I always still try to hang out with family, friends, my, my boyfriend and everything. Um, so th- that's the hard part right now is because I'm in a, between a rock and a hard place. Um, just trying to figure out, should I keep being this lifelong learner and individually figure out who I am, what am I, what am I supposed to be, and what's my purpose in life? Yeah. Or should I just slow down, um, and embrace embrace the wind and the air, and you know, just start to settle. You yeah. know, start to start to settle. Do you well, think there's a where way I'm to at have now? a middle ground, a little bit of both? I think that there could be, but. Um, you have to both be interested. You, I, your future has to align, and yeah, you have to yeah. both be interested in something together. Yeah. Almost 
the same type of passion. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm, that's where I'm at right now. I think kind of like the same be, hustle. Yeah. You have to have the same hustle, but then, then you, yeah, you have to have the same hustle. You don't have to be interested directly in the same things, but you have to be at least like interested. I'm, like think about Beyonce, Beyonce and Jay-Z, they're both in the music mm-hmm. industry. Right. Mm-hmm. And they just seem to clash. I can't really see Beyonce dating, uh, uh, I don't know, somebody that, had, that could care less about music. Right, right. Because that's her passion. That's where she's at right now, right? And that's what she's working really, really hard for. And so I think, like, aligning, aligning like that, you know, at least if you're not that passionate about it, you support it as if I got you're you. just as passionate about it. I got it. you. Yeah. Okay. Um, and sometimes it's hard because, like I said, I feel like we're millennials in a, in a weird place right now. And so I'm sometimes really assuring myself, I know what I want, I'm going after it. This yeah. is what we're going after. And so um, I can honestly say, like, my boyfriend, he's not always like that. Yeah. He's like, I don't really know. It's going to take me some time to try and figure it out. But once he knows, he's assured himself. But I make quick decisions. Got so you. that's another thing, like. You have two different people who move differently, mm-hmm. especially through life, but then also when they're making decisions. I'm very quick. If it doesn't work, I figure it out why I'm still doing whatever yeah. I had my mind, yeah. you know, intended to do. Yeah. Versus an individual who takes a minute, they think about it, they got to see it all the way through before they actually act on it. And I'm more of a person that acts on something with faith, knowing that I'm going to get yeah. it done, you know, because I see the goal yeah. and I see it in my, I see the vision before I, I really see, I got you, you know, got where you. I'm yeah. going. So yeah. that's like, the and weird that is, part. those are two very <laughs> different mindsets. Cause I think, I think I naturally or historically have been more like your boyfriend where it was like, I need to see what the outcome is going to be before I le- leap because I'm risk averse. Mm-hmm. But I also am learning more of the mindset of like, act and then like have the vision act and then figure out and maneuver and mitigate as you're moving towards the goal because you'll make progress faster when you just start moving when you make yeah. and there's progress over perfection whereas i think when you take your time and you're not sure you kind of want things to be perfect or right so you don't fail but mm-hmm. that's also not realistic no is inevitable yeah yeah, that's hard. Yeah, so that's where we're at yeah, right now. Yeah. I mean, that's the hard part where we're at right now. It's not like we are not ha- like in love, but the the unhappiness comes when you have two different type of mindsets. Yeah, you know, um, like I, I don't really understand. Yep, that's yeah, where we're at yeah, right now. yeah, that's real. Um, what's one piece of advice you would give someone? who is going through or might be going through or in a similar situation as you right now? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say you're going to get a lot of advice. People are going to try to tell you a lot of different um, things. Take it with a grain of salt. But, like, one thing I've just signed up to do is to go to counseling. Mm. Um, and I know that's the one thing that I don't know the – I've heard that people look down on. I never looked down on it, but I was just happy that I could go. And I was yeah. like, okay, because I want an unbiased uh, opinion because we're filled in a world with so many opinions and everyone says what you should do and they're not even doing it or even in the Ooh, same girl, situation. There you go. <laughs> or even in the same situation that um, I'm in, you know, so it's great. I can get marital advice, but I'm not married and I can get single advice. But then our relationship is also very much different. Um, you know, from a single person that may be dating, you know, and some people think that they've been through what you've been through and they literally have not. So, um, I'm going to test out counseling to see, um, cause I feel as though me talking it through, like me talking it through right now, when you hear, when you hear yourself say certain things, like you, 
counseling sometimes also just helps you to resolve your own Absolutely. issues. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to see that through. But So singles, like individual counseling, not yeah, couples counseling. Yeah, individual okay. counseling. I got you. Okay. I, I don't really know about the whole couples. I mean, that maybe, but I feel like you, again, we're dating and we're still single. You're not married. Yeah. And so yeah. that's my input. Like I'm not married. So I'm not going to get marital. You could get premarital counseling if that's, you know, where you're headed. But me right now, I know I need to figure out Lacey first, right? I need to figure out what is my next step first as an individual. Before you can even even, decide. Yeah, before I can even address, okay, what what really needs to be fixed in a relationship is right now me focusing on what am I supposed to be doing, um, you know, and holistically because I'm, I'm thinking about my health. Like I used to work out all the time, but then I get distracted because I'm, mentally drained because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the million things that we have to think about with work on top of, you know, a relationship on top of still being, um, socially engaging with right. friends, right. you know, really trying to find that balance. And so, um, it's great. I mean, I'm definitely also, I'm a very extrovert. So I don't, I mean, you know, I'm speaking really to the extrovert people and trying to encourage the introvert people <laughs> a little bit, but, um, that would be my advice is just try, like really try to find a source, find a resource that'll help you um, figure out you. Yeah. And so right now, my my go, my goal right now is to go really to counseling, and not because I'm crazy. I just want to talk it through. Absolutely. <laughs> no, that's I think I might be a little crazy. Now, but, I was say, first of all, we all a little bit crazy. I, a little crazy. I was like, yeah, I go to counseling. I've been I started going to counseling. I want to say like two years <laughs> ago. I think when I. Had Yes, I think when I turned 30 is when the first time I started going. And then I went for, like, almost a year. And then my therapist, like, um, broke up with me. Um, And so, and then I took a break. And then I started seeing somebody else. And it's been probably, like, eight months. I want to say earlier this year. And I love it. Like, I feel like it helps, to your point, it helps me process my (laughs) thoughts. Like, you don't, you don't know what you're thinking sometimes until you say it out loud. You start talking and you're like, oh, this is what I think. This is what I feel. This is actually like, and that's my therapist says very little mm-hmm. most of the time because it's me just figuring out myself and having someone, like you said, objective to bounce those ideas off of. Yes, for yeah. sure. Thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm excited. I was going to say, I can tell you my person. <laughs> she's amazing. Okay. Um, but cool. Okay. So I guess one other thing is like, what would you tell your, your former self? Like, what would you tell that 21-year-old girl who is just getting to know this person and he stood up, st- he didn't stand you up, but he missed your event, like, knowing what you know now, is there something you would tell your former self? When, as you were forming this question, all I could think of was <clears throat> two words. Like, girl, go. Like, yeah. just just go. Keep being you. Yeah. And the right person is going to love you yeah. no matter what. And, and just go. And I say that, too, because um, I say that, too, because you really never know the impact that you have on your significant other. So when I went to grad school, he went to grad school. Yeah. I'm not saying he went to grad school because of me, but, but like I said, the right people will follow mm-hmm. and they will level up should they want to level up. So I've had other boyfriends before my, my this current boyfriend. I told them my, I was also leveling up. They yeah. did not level up. Mm-hmm. But till mm-hmm. this day, till this day, they will say that they respect me as a person. They respect me. You know, they, they are not in love, but they love me for the fact right. that I still went and 
and accomplish everything, I gave them an option to right. follow along. Right. But also, you have to level up. Right. And I'm not saying you have to be Barack Obama. I'm just saying, you know, meet me where I'm at. Right. And so, um, to this day, they'll say, I'm inspired by you, but I know that I dropped the ball. Yeah. Right? And so, I'm happy to say, like, the boy that my boyfriend I'm currently with, he did. He leveled up. So, I went yeah. to grad school, and it was like a lump in my throat while I went to grad school because I knew I might be walking away from so yeah. much. Yeah. But I've gained so much yeah. through that process. I still was able to grow as an individual person. Um, and... Um, Throughout that process, too, he was able to grow as an individual person. So we still bringing something different to the table. I didn't hold any weight. I didn't hold, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, it was just hard with the distance. I would have mm -hmm. liked to do it together. But we were still able to grow as individuals. Yeah. That's the beautiful part yeah. about it. Um, <clears throat> and so that's what I would just tell myself. Just like, girl, go. Yeah. Go. You yeah. know, and, and they would, I mean, we, me, even my current boyfriend, um, you know how they say t you you get a butterfly, you release it or something like that, and then oh, if yeah, it's it meant to be, it'll yeah. come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had those situations before. You yeah, release, yeah. and it comes back. You yeah. know, we took a break when we were in college, and we released, and in some kind of way, we you know, we ended up back together, you know. But, yeah. I mean, right now, that's all I can really just hear myself telling my old self is just to yeah. girl, like, yeah. girl, go. And that means so many things. Like, go pursue what yes. you want. Go after your dreams. Just yeah. can keep moving. Don't yeah. let anything or anybody stop you. Yeah. Even yourself. Yeah. I mean, for sure. For sure. I, that would be my, you're right. I like girl, that. Girl, go. Yeah. Be you. Girl, go. Be brave. Yeah. You know, girl, go. Figure it out. Be curious. Yeah. You know, because curiosity has gotten me so much. Amen. Like, just exposure to things, Absolutely. which exposed both of us to things. And we have both been places where we in 2013, we have never even imagined. Yeah. But we just was like, just the word go. Just yeah. go. Yeah. And so um, <clears throat> right now I still am in like a girl go mode. But, every, I mean, it's like everyone makes you think you're getting old. Like, oh, my God, you're almost 26, but you're not still married. You're not having Girl, kids right I'm now. Like, yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> no, Beyonce didn't have her kids. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so um, I'm still like in a girl go mode because – Man, we have grown so much. And I literally, we just walked out a park. We just walked in a park before I came here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, can you believe we're in Baltimore? Like, yeah. in the heart of Baltimore? Yeah. Just like, like how would, yeah. On a pretty day, like two black kids from yeah. Louisiana who went to school in Hammond, yeah. you know, yeah. that nobody knows where Hammond, Louisiana right. is. And now we're like places where people just only can imagine that they'll be yeah. at, you know, DC. Like, we just never knew, but it was all, it was, me that I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying I'm the sole reason, but it was still that girl go behind right. just go. So I'm only just thinking now, what if I we got here? What else can we end up? Amen. You know, yes. <laughs> you know. So um, so yeah, that's yeah. What I'm at right now. <laughs> I love that. And and one thing you were saying too that I was thinking about is like this idea of two people needing to be independently working on improving themselves and becoming them best their best selves. I talk a lot about Will and Jada. I think everybody talks about Will and Jada. But, like, the one piece of advice that I've heard them say that I think is really amazing is you have to find someone who is invested on be in becoming them their best self. So, like, 
because you can only have control over you, right? Mm-hmm. I can control me. I can try and level up as much as I want. But like you said, your ex-boyfriends who didn't want to level up, you can't drag somebody along. Trust me, I have tried to drag, even like family, like my sister. I'm like, you can have so much more out of life. Come on. But she, she's like, no, I, you know, I, she's not ready. She's not whatever. She doesn't want to. And so that's you can't have just like this one-sided relationship mm-hmm. where I am working my ass off, have this vision, have this this go, this girl go mentality. And then this other half is just like, nah, I'm, I'm chilling. Yep. Um, and another thing my mom always says, she don't say too much, y'all, I promise. <laughs> but she says, misery loves company. Uh-huh. And so, um, and you are in a company that you keep. Amen. So if those people are stagnant, you're going to be stagnant. Yeah. If those people are depressed and not really happy with life, um, I'm not saying, you know, you don't love on them, but you're going to eventually take on some of their whatever they got going right. on you know and then um if you're around people who are happy if you're around people who are just interesting um as far as interested in and curious yeah and um and just open to new things you're going to be that you're going to eventually adapt to be that, that person or um, adapt some of those same capabilities yeah so um so i would now i'm very much more um cautious of my environment too mm, mm. and also my boyfriend's environment like yeah. i i will vote out yeah i i would just remind not to say too much either but i would remind and say you know misery loves company we are the company that we keep so yeah. as hard as we are not just hard as, as we are on ourselves as individuals but as cautious as we are about ourselves we should be about those people that's around us yeah um and I say that, too, because everyone is not happy that you're in a relationship. Like, yeah. they don't want to hear about your relationship. Yeah. They'd rather hear that it's going down the drain and you're yeah. ready to break up tomorrow and you can't, you know. Yeah. They'd rather hear the bad parts about it. So you want to be around people who really mean you well. And I don't think that it's too hard to really identify that when you go in with an open mind of being cautious about your environment. Yeah. So, yeah. It's funny. I I listen to, I don't know, do you know Kadena and DeVal? They're like an internet yeah, radio couple. With the, with the, with the kids. Yeah, the yes. yes. I was listening to their podcast, Dead Ass, earlier today, mm-hmm. the most recent episode, I forget what it's called. But they were talking about toxic people and toxic relationships. And they were and they were talking about toxicity in all relationships, not even just like romantic relationships, but friendships, family, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And how you just have to be aware of what it is that people are bringing into your life and what is good for your spirit good for your soul and what's depleting you and like be willing to take a step back if that's not if it's not for your in your best interest and to your benefit um and i think that that's easier said than done absolutely taking a step back absolutely. is easier said than done because we're afraid that we may lose something if we take a step back that's whether it. that's a relationship whether that's a business partnership um, you know, we're afraid of the uncertainty. So sometimes, a lot of times, we don't take a step back. We just keep enduring. And you know, I'm going to tell you one thing. This is my 32 lesson. This is my 2019, one of my 2019 lessons that took me a long time to understand this is like, it's all about the practice, right? Like, you can have all of these ideas about what you should do and what sh- life should look like. And it's also easy to judge other people who are doing the things that you think they shouldn't be doing. But shit gets real when you are in a room with another human being who is saying some shit that is not healthy for you and you have to respond. Like, that's the practice, the living out these ideas. And like you say, it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. 
But I think another element to that that, like I said, I'm just now like really understanding is like you is is processing the uncomfortable feelings that come alongside that, mm-hmm. and like like feeling that feeling, feeling the frustration, feeling the anger, feeling the discomfort, feeling the whatever it is, the anxiety, knowing that that's not gonna kill you, that you can live through this feeling and come out on the other side, and like. Yeah, it's going to be awkward because I told you something you didn't want to hear. But I needed to tell you that for me. And I, and this is going to be uncomfortable. But guess what? When we come on the other side, I will be in a better place because now I won't have this toxicity. Yeah. And that little 30 seconds of discomfort or whatever it was, like, it didn't kill me. Um, but it's like you have to find small moments all of the time to practice oh, that. Sure. Until sure. you can build that muscle up. So you're so it becomes a little bit less of a burden mm-hmm. to do on a day to day basis. But girl, let me t- as I, I mean, that is something I'm literally practicing no, like definitely. daily. Or as often as I can. You yeah. know, it's in this it's real. Cause I think I, t- I was talking to my Alicia, my best friend earlier. Um and there's this idea that you hear a less like all of the advice that I hear about like life is cliche. Like we've all heard it all before, but like it hits different when you're in a different place or when you're in a situation and you're like, oh, that's what that meant. Oh, that's what they mean by get comfortable with being uncomfortable. uncomfortable. That's what they meant why why growth is outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Like you have you hear it, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you hit like rubber hits the road and you're like, oh, that's what that means. Yep. And uh, and it's a whole different story. It's a whole different level. But but we all have the capability of, of doing it and practicing it and being better because it's, yeah. it's for our, in our best interest to right. do so. It's like what you just said, building the muscle. Like I tell everyone, I'm very vocal now, and I might and I'm a lot more assured myself. I'm not where I would like to be, and I'm not where I'm, I will be going. Like right. I'm very confident right. knowing like I'm going further. But um. I, I I did I built muscle up over time, mm-hmm. and it's because I was okay with um, uncertainty and getting out of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. and that's what a growth was. Mm-hmm. So I knew when that when I hit that roadblock, I was told myself, "Lace, if you don't cross this bridge, you you will not grow. You yeah. will not grow." Yeah. So that's in a relationship. That's with situationships. Yeah. With a guy or with another, you know, um, female that you may have some type of. Or anybody, right. you know, your boss, anybody. Right. I mean, right. any type of situation. If you do not, when it's time and you know it's time to step up, you do not step up, you will stay where you are. Yep. You will stay the quiet person. Yep. You will stay You will stay comfortable. Yep. You will stay in your cubby hole yep. and, and just and shield it. Um, so eventually, if you if you want, be the change you want to see. Amen. And, and allow that muscle to grow. That's what, what I'm really getting at. Yeah. And you're going to really appreciate me. In. And this, sorry, this is, other, I also listen to Sarah Jakes Roberts. Uh, the, I think it's like One L.A., podcast i forget um she preached about like repeating lessons and it was like my friend said my best friend she also sent it to me and i was like "Whoa, this is a word because like and, and the message that she was trying to say is like you're going to repeat the lesson until you learn the lesson for real and in order to learn the lesson you have to become a different person you have to move and operate and view yourself in the world differently in order to like to become the person you're meant to be. Oh, yeah. um, and you'll keep hitting your head against that same wall until you figure out to duck. And it's going to take some time and to figure it out, but, like, you need to level up because God wants that for you. The mm-hmm. universe wants that for you. 
Um, but it requires you to be somebody new. And that's, and it's not easy. Yep. And uh, my best friend also told me, um, she listens to Sarah Jakes too, but what she mentioned was that we face the same trials every yes. single time. Mm-hmm. It's just they become bigger mm-hmm. and, 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 and we're vicious sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that's why it requires you to be a different type of person. So now... Um, if you if you think about people who are higher up now, a lot of things don't really bother them as much, and you like, oh, they're so calm. It's because they've already hit this storm before. Right, it might right. be it might be more money, or it might be of a, a higher power, somebody else that's you know in this situation with them again. But they've seen it already before. Yeah. They know how to deal with yeah. it, and they've yeah. dealt with it before. Yeah. So now um, I see it for myself. Like I've dealt I've, I've dealt with this situation before. It just requires a little bit more. Um, Sometimes money involved, or it requires a little bit more oomph behind whatever my decision's yeah. gonna be. But you see these same trials, you see these same situationships yeah. over and yeah. over again, oh, yeah. you yeah. know? So, absolutely. go from a really motivational like empowering <laughs> segment to like a little more petty um lowbrow <laughs> segment which is the do better corner which i actually think is like not that lowbrow you know because i do think growth requires us to knowledge acknowledge that we have been in a different place in the past right mm-hmm. um and so in the do better corner i ask guests to share one <laughs> of the m- more petty things that you've done in dating or relationships in the past um, to show, you know, where you were. Because we all, we all do shit that ain't right. And, uh, but we learn and grow from it. So can you think of an instance where you did something that was, that was petty? So you know this little feature on your phone that says airplane mode? (laughs) 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 Um, I've definitely used the airplane mode feature before when I did not want to be bothered or... I mean, is that a level of pettiness that you're getting at? Um, We've deleted pictures off of Instagram, which can just get out of hand because I promise everyone is watching and waiting for you know Mm -hmm, situations mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that. Um, Unfollowed and blocked. (laughs) 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 Like we, yeah. So social media, oh my god, that could take a whole toll on your relationship. Yeah. So now I don't really even post as much. Um, I just think it's just better sometimes. Um, um, as far as like relationship information on, on social media, I don't, because I, I know, I know too, like, I mean, I've been in a relationship for a minute uh-huh. and now I see stuff on social media. I'm like, girl, you are lying. <laughs> girl, I know yeah, the truth. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, oh, like babe. I just talked to you yesterday. You saying, saying all that about that nigga. So. No, <laughs> and like long caption, can't wait, live, breathe yeah, without you. Yeah. So. I, I don't even like to even, because I mean, if we want to be real, like get real, like yeah. get real on social media yeah. about what's really, a re- what takes, what takes, what, what's the work behind the relationship mm. so, um, on social media, not the Cinderella fairy mm. tale, you found your king, princess. Like yeah. I promise you, it is, yeah. whoo, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, that's the level of pettiness for the most yeah. part. <laughs> that's real, that's, that is, that is, and I think that's the normal level of pettiness as well. Oh, it's other. Oh, and also, um, like if you want to take trips because like you want to be with your friends, like your family, you know, like it's more like your your fun cousins that's going. Yeah. You be like, I don't think you want to go on this trip, man. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be real boring, you know. You name all the people that's like bad going on the trip, so you could just, you know, get them. Yeah, like, you yeah, probably yeah, just I'm not gonna worry about it. Yeah. Right 
And then meanwhile, you like, yes, but you yeah. turn up on your cousin's Snapchat, right, right, not right. yours. You you post like the food, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, what's up? Nah, we just chilling. That's it. Yeah, we was just at the phone down. I'm gonna call you back. All right, yeah. bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twerk something. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, because sometimes you just want to have fun. Yeah, that's real. So, that's real. with your own people, your cousins, your exactly. girl cousins. But, yeah, no, pettiness is, it's, uh, it varies, it ranges. Um, and I appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing <laughs> yeah. your petty with me. Um, relationship Situationships wouldn't be situationships without a little, a little level of pettiness. Exactly. exactly. That's what they call a situationship. I mean, and that's the thing. People, humans are messy. I say this all the time. Humans are messy and complicated, and we are, we are largely governed by our emotions, and emotions are not rational mm-hmm. a lot of times, and, and we respond, what is it, we react over responding, and, like, you know, we, we've all been there, and so that's what I'm trying to, like, level the playing field let you know that you're not crazy you're not a weirdo you're not whatever because you decided to do something petty one day oh, yeah. yeah you should probably you know evaluate that and, <laughs> and work on being better but like you know we all done been there like you you good girl <coughs> exactly um, but anywho again thank you so much for sharing your story your thank experience you for having me, with me today this, fun. this is amazing um <laughs> and i'll chat with you later for sure all right bye guys <laughs> bye <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Situationships. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. Become an official Situationships Boothang by donating to the podcast Patreon page. I'll love you forever. And don't forget to connect with me and the Situationships podcast community on social media. The pod is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Situationships Pod. If you have a story you want to share on the podcast, email me at situationshipspod at gmail.com. And lastly, to stay up to date on the events, stories, and news for the podcast, sign up at situationshipspodcast.com. Talk to you soon. Bye, y'all.